1: Welcome to the refresh from Insider, presented by WebEx by Cisco. I'm Dave Smith.
2: And I'm Rebecca Ibarra. It's Wednesday, May 11th, and we're bringing you real time news fresh like live radio, but on demand like podcasts.
1: Here's the latest. This morning's Not-So-Pretty Inflation Report did little to turn the tide of the stock market sell-off, which has been the predominant trend over the last week. Stocks are mostly down at the market close, including all three major indexes. The Nasdaq was hit the hardest, that's down more than 3% this afternoon. Tech stocks are extending their losing streak, and crypto's beating will also continue until morale improves.
2: Lindsey Graham is a staunch Trump ally, but newly released tape from January 6th has the senator singing a different tune. The New York Times interviewed Graham in a secured location during the insurrection, and in the tape, you can hear Graham praising then President-elect Joe Biden. Oh,
0: well, he'll be a, maybe the best person to have. right?
2: It's a little hard to hear, but he says maybe Joe Biden will be the best person to have. Graham also says President Trump went too far during his speech
1: before the riot. The European Union is dropping its mask mandate for airports and flights starting next Monday. The executive director of the EU's Aviation Safety Agency said in a statement that people should still respect the choices of others around them, and for those coughing and sneezing, you should, quote, "...strongly consider a face mask for the reassurance of those seated nearby."
2: The dolls inside Barbie's dream house are starting to look very different. Mattel, the company that makes Barbie, has unveiled a new line, which will include a Barbie with hearing aids, one with a prosthetic leg, and a Ken doll with the skin condition vitiligo. The company will also release the dolls with curvier figures, different skin tones, and smaller breasts.
1: A New York judge has led Donald Trump out of a contempt of court order, for the moment. Trump was slapped with the order two weeks ago after failing to provide documents demanded by New York Attorney General Letitia James, who is investigating the Trump Organization. Trump must turn over the info and pay the $110,000 in contempt fines he's already racked up by May 20th, or he'll be found in contempt again. Are you listening to us
2: on Facebook? Well, Facebook is getting rid of all podcasts, including this one next month, and we don't want to lose you. So why don't you take a minute right now to follow the refresh from Insider in Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or any other podcast app. It's super easy, and thank you so much. Coming up, we talk salaries, specifically the pros of being transparent about how much we make.
1: The changing world of hybrid work offers new possibilities. WebEx enables them with an open platform and many integrated partners like Envoy, Tandem, and Miro. Powerful partnerships power hybrid work. Visit apphub.webex.com. WebEx. Working for everyone.
2: Commercials during your favorite Netflix shows may be coming sooner than you think. The New York Times obtained an internal memo at Netflix that says the company may start offering a lower priced option with ads by the end of this year. That's sooner than expected, but the streaming platform is acting fast because it's hemorrhaging subscribers. A crackdown on password sharing will also happen by the end of this year.
1: This next one is right out of my nightmares. A passenger on a small private plane with zero flying experience was forced to land it when the pilot suffered a medical emergency. Here's the passenger talking with air traffic control.
0: I've got a serious situation here about pilot uh I have no idea how to fly the airplane, but I'm in 9100.
1: Air traffic control talked the passenger through a safe landing at Palm Beach International Airport in Florida. The FAA is investigating.
2: A house panel is meeting next week to discuss UFOs. No, this isn't an episode of The X-Files. The House Intelligence Committee is actually holding a public hearing about a special Pentagon program. They're going to discuss the report released last year that highlighted almost 150 incidents of unidentified aerial phenomena. The U.S. intelligence community could only explain one of those events.
1: A 60-year-old man in South Carolina died of a heart attack While he was burying the body of a woman he allegedly killed. Talk about karma. Officials believe Joseph McKinnon strangled the woman, then put her body in a plastic bag in a pit in his backyard, and as he was covering the pit with dirt, he had a heart attack. The 65-year-old woman had lived with McKinnon, but the details of their relationship are unknown.
2: The author of the Percy Jackson books is pushing back against some fans unhappy with a casting choice. 12-year-old Leah Jeffries will play the role of Annabeth Chase in an upcoming Disney Plus adaptation of the series. Jeffries is black, and the character is described in the books as white. Responding to what he calls racism, author Rick Reardon wrote online, quote, The core message of Percy Jackson has always been that difference is strength. We had a chat with Chris Weller,
1: Yeah, he's an editor here at Insider, and he's working on this big series called Salary Journeys, which tracks a person's salary at each stage of their career. Mm -hmm. The series profiles a diverse group of people in engineering, finance, and even hourly workers.
2: And he told us his favorite profile of the series is about a 27-year-old woman who lives in the southeast of the U.S. She's an editor at a media company and makes around $46,000 a year. But Chris says that this anonymous worker is too hesitant to ask for a raise, and he warns that this is a cautionary tale.
0: It's a sad story in some ways, and one of the themes that just has, has stood out a lot is that people are pretty hesitant to negotiate, and in her case, she really felt that there's a gendered aspect to it, uh, which is borne out in a lot of research, too. It's not just her experience, but she's felt that she's never able to ask for more or to negotiate because she feels like she'll come off as too domineering. And so what ends up happening is she just accepts the salary that she's given. And then that's that.
1: You say you notice people are too scared to ask for raises. What other patterns have you noticed while editing this series?
0: Yeah, it really seems like everyone thinks they're underpaid. Mm. That includes people at every salary band. Same. Extremely same. (laughs) From lower five figures to very high six figures, people generally feel like they're a little bit less than where they should be.
2: Chris, why is this series something we need right now?
0: There's a lot of talk about the Great Resignation or like the other six other names it has to whoever you're talking to. I, people are changing jobs a lot and they're reevaluating after like two years of a pandemic what they want out of their life, like how to make a living. Some people are starting businesses and people people are job hopping. And I think this is a tool that they can use to have just more confidence in making that switch, that they're doing the right thing, that they're checking all their boxes and being smart about it. It's meant to be kind of a window into people's own pursuits to, to get paid a fair wage.
2: Chris, you talk about being transparent about your own salary, like just talking about it with your friends. Was there a steep learning curve or were people just open to chatting about their salaries with you?
0: Yeah, um, people definitely open up more when you open up. It takes a lot of guts not to pat myself on the back. It's just anybody who like decides to talk about it, even people in these series that are anonymized. Like it takes guts to just offer what you make. So, yeah, when I when I talk about it with people, it's it's very cathartic actually. Like it's really cathartic mm-hmm. to talk about what you make and I've found myself the more that I do it, like being happy for people who make more than I do as opposed to being jealous. I think initially I was like, "Oh my god, like what? Like you you compare it to yourself, but for me, where I am right now in my career, like if I hear someone who's making more, I, I applaud them like that's that's awesome
1: so from the series, as you say, people think they aren't getting paid enough and are too afraid to negotiate a higher salary. What advice do you have for these people?
0: in terms of wondering if you're underpaid, you, you can silence the wondering by asking around a little bit. I think people are going to be more willing to talk to you than you might think. Uh, I'm a big believer in like having high quality conversations one to one with your manager uh, and it, it sounds simplistic, but it's the truth. And I think there you can use some form of a script like uh, I've actually been doing a little bit of research and I fear I may be underpaid for my job. And I'd love to talk about some of the qualifications that go into the or some of the considerations that go into this number. And would would you be open to having a conversation about that? And I think that puts the ball into your manager's court to, to show that you're coming at it from a place of consideration. You want to talk about it as intellectual equals, not that you're accusing the company of anything, just that it's an issue that you want to raise. Thanks, Chris. My pleasure. This stuff's fun to talk about.
2: And if you're interested in sharing your salary journey anonymously, you can email salaryjourneys at insider.com.
1: Make sure to follow the Refresh from Insider on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you listen to podcasts. And please leave a rating and review. It helps other people discover the show.
2: You can also just tell your smart speaker to play the Refresh from Insider podcast. I'm Rebecca Ibarra.
1: And I'm Dave Smith. Talk to you soon.